0: I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Perfection. Hi, guys. Welcome back to The Attainable Podcast. I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, today, I've got a very, very exciting interview with Natalie Cass. I've been following her on TikTok, and I fell in love with her content, so I was like, there's no way. Of course, I'm selfish, and so I just want to make friends. And so when I want to make friends, I just invite them on the podcast. So little does she know we're going to become besties, and I have no shame. So... <laughs> Natalie would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself for those who may not follow you or don't know who you are
1: yes absolutely also I am so here for it I've made literally all my besties on the internet like they're besides my like one childhood friend I've made every friend on the internet (laughs) I'm like there's no shame about it I'm like yes I make all my friends in TikTok and Instagram comments and that's how it goes these days um but thank you so much for having me my name is Natalie Cass Cass is actually my middle name but That's what I like to go by on the internet. Okay, wait, what's your last name? Kelly. So my name's Natalie Cass Kelly. Oh
0: my God, that's a cute name.
1: Thanks, I know. I was like, thanks mom and dad. I like that (laughs) little name. (laughs) Um, And I am 27. I live in Sacramento, California. I just moved here about- six months ago from Portland, Oregon, but I'm originally from Washington. So I just keep going down South a little further. My parents are like, you can stop now. And I'm like, but San Diego looks nice. But San Diego, like- <laughs> what if we just keep going down? Oh my gosh. So you are like a
0: hardcore West coast girly. Yes. Oh, hardcore. I'm literally on the other side. Okay. Where are you? I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. So oh like God. beach, like literally. So I'm, and I'm such an East coaster it's not even funny. So I, I'm i like, okay, scrap everything we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to yes. talk about as being a West Coast girl. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But I probably will ask you a couple questions.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I love that. I've never been to South Carolina. I've always had this like weird affinity with like north and south carolina i don't know why really I, yeah i like wanted to go to college in north carolina until i was like i've never left home and i don't think i should go this far my mom <laughs> was like so i'm not paying for your plane tickets when you want to come home every month <laughs> lol <They're> like, <laughs> anyways, it's on the list it's on the list um but yes i live in sacramento and I like to call myself like a digital Jill of all trades. I kind of do a little bit of everything. I do mindset coaching for folks who have chronic illnesses. That's kind of like my foundational business that I run. And then I also do content creation and UGC creation as well as a little bit of freelance writing. So We do a little bit of a little bit of everything. And when I'm not working on my a million things, um, I love yoga. I love reading. I love hiking and just like being outside. I love the beach, um, journaling, kind of all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like a little basic, but I love it. You
0: know, know, honestly, we really should cancel the word basic mm. because it really causes me especially to like move away from things I'm like no I'm not gonna do that it's so basic and then I do them I'm like oh wait oh my like, all of them it. they had a point <laughs> yeah. I hate that they had a point but they yep. Did.
1: yep I feel that I feel that
0: I, and I'm one of those annoying people that like I will purposely not like something only because everybody else likes it I'm I that is an unfortunate quality of mine but then as soon as I get into it two years later did you know I discovered this in fact it's my entire personality (laughs) nobody else knew about it and this is crazy
1: I'm like yep it's so annoying I'm like are you me I'm even that way I feel like I went through the phase of like I'm not gonna dress to trends like I'm gonna be different and then I moved and it kind of made me have an existential crisis and I was like oh the the quote-unquote basic girlies have it right, like sweatsuits every day. Like oh, sweatsuits. A cute little crop are... t-shirt, high-waisted yes. jeans. I got rid of, like, 80% of my closets. I'm like, what was I doing? I'm like, what was, what was I, I wearing? I'm like, whoa, okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Scratch that.
0: Try again. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, okay, can we talk a little bit about your – uh, multiple income streams. And I'd love really to s- hear a little bit about your journey on setting those up. Um, so you did go to college. What was that after college experience like? And um, how did you move into Thankfully, I think it's becoming more conventional, but uh, still very unconventional and definitely an indirect path, which can be very, it's usually very, very hard. I have a big piece of my heart for people who um, don't have like kind of the straight and narrow because I've been down that path and it's, it's a lot. So can you tell us a little bit about yours?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I love talking about this. I always say I like knew I needed to be an entrepreneur, work for myself since I was like eight years old, I like begged my parents at eight years old. I was like, please turn this storage closet into my office. And they're like, what do you need an office for? Like you're You're eight years old. You did not ask for an office at eight years old. And I thought I'd get it. And my grandma had like gotten me a vintage... Obviously, vintage, but like a typewriter, because obviously they're not going to give like an eight year old a computer. Right. But I was like, I got to be tapping away. Like, I have work to do. And I would like carry this little felt purse around that I called my office, and it just had all my notepads, my pens. Like, I was, I was a girl on a mission. Stop, wait. That is- <laughs> all the time so instead we compromised they built me a little office in the garage like an antique little desk I don't know what was up with like the vintage I was like really going for it yeah Um, but I feel like that's where it literally all started I just kind of had this like itch in me of like I want to do my own thing I don't like being told what to do so I went to college and I majored in mass communication so I was kind of either going to go like the journalism route or public relations and I also really chose that major cuz I knew there were like some social media classes and I'm like okay I feel like Instagram is cool like it was I went to college in 2014 to 2018 so like influencers were like sort of a thing but like it was really still blogging like it wasn't at all obviously what it was now and obviously like TikTok wasn't a thing or anything um and after my freshman year I started like kind of like a food blog like food and wellness blog you know set up my little wordpress website and started an Instagram because I'd gotten like super into like running and healthy eating. And most people freshman year are like, I don't give a shit like about like, stop talking to us about this. Like my friends were like, girl, I don't care about the green muffins you just made in the dorm. Like I'm hung over. Like I don't have a spinach <laughs> muffin. I'm like, no, they're good. So I was like, okay, I'll like, I'll just go to the internet to like find friends and like, you know, no, I'm not alone in like being 18 and healthy and whatever. And I really didn't think it would turn into anything. I was like, this is just shits and gigs, like so fun, whatever. Um, And it kind of just kept growing because I can't do anything half-assed. So I put like my whole heart. And so I'd like stay in on the weekends to like write my blog posts and work on my Instagram. And my teacher started letting me like use it for class projects. And I got like credit and did independent study one year and like worked on my blog and all this stuff. So by the time college was ending. Like I'd grown a bit of a following on Instagram and was like making a little bit of money, but like in no way enough to be like, this is my job full-time. It was like side hustle vibes. So I was like starting to apply to jobs and like PR. And I would literally cry every time I put in an application, like sob. I'm like, don't accept it. Like, don't hire me. Oh my I God. Just, like I, the thought of just having a nine to five, I was like, I literally can't do it. Like, oh my God. And so my brain, instead of being like, Let's figure out how to like do our thing. I was like, oh, let's be a personal trainer. <laughs> and like, I did love working out. So I was like, perfect. This is my key. I out love, of here.
0: I literally love the side quests <laughs> of life that our brains take us on. It's like in a video game where it's like, yep. no, there's a main mission, but instead you have to go find mm-hmm. this acorn to give to yep. this like wizard or yep. something. And we'll just like, no, actually that's my purpose in life. I'm going to yes. go in this little side yes. path for a moment. Just,
1: just, just let me frolic. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, we'll get back. We'll get back. But like, you have to have those where your brain really is like, this actually is the key to everything. This will change my life. I'm like, oh, yes, probably not. So I like literally called my parents. It was like two months before graduation, maybe. And I was like, change of plans. Mom and dad revoked all my applications. Not I'm going to be a personal trainer. And my parents bless their hearts. They're like, do it girl. Every time I've been like, Actually, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. They're like, do it, girl. Like, we're here to support you. Oh, I love that. So they were great. I started like studying, and again, literally had no background in like anatomy or anything. So I was like grinding my booty because I was like, the fuck. Is that? I was just trying to help people work out. I didn't know it was like so involved. But after I graduated, I like got my certification, and I like landed my like quote unquote like dream personal training job at this like super luxury gym whatever I'm like how did I get in here (laughs) like I'm so everyone else there was a hundred personal trainers every single one had a like what's the major I'm thinking of like sports medicine like something like that and I was like I majored in journalism (laughs) like why am I here and I lasted two months uh and I was like oh not my calling and I went and quit and I sobbed and my boss was just like okay do your thing like it's all right like you're fine and again my parents were like do your thing girl like all right and it was because I like was literally getting up at like 5 a.m every day to like work on my blog still work on my Instagram like work with companies develop these recipes like create all these posts and then like go to the gym and do my job and whatever and I was just like I have this feeling that I can turn this thing I have into something but like I don't have the mental capacity while working full-time. So like, I know there was this huge privilege because at the time I lived at home and my parents were financially supporting me while I like figured out how to make my blog a full-time business basically, which was like such a huge privilege. feel so lucky. They like let me turn their basement into an office. And I, that's when I was kind of introduced to the world of like coaching and not like sketchy Instagram coaching, but like, let's get real certifications and like, you know, do that kind of coaching. And so I first found out about like holistic health coaching. And so that was where I was like, ah, that is the thing. So I started doing that and got my certification. And because I'd already built a following, it was like pretty easy for me to quickly start making enough money for it to be like full time. I wasn't like bringing in the big bucks, but I like made enough. I started doing holistic health coaching and had a very big emphasis on like self-love coaching and things like that because I struggled a lot in college with like self-hatred and all that stuff. And after about the first six months, I kind of realized, like, okay, niching down, obviously helpful in a lot of ways. And I just kind of, like, found who I actually loved working with, because I was just like, I'll work with any woman wanting to work on this. And I had been diagnosed with a chronic illness before my senior year of college. And then I ended up working with a few women who had similar chronic illnesses. And I was like, oh, this is where I'm super passionate. Like, this is so cool to help people like me. Like, past me needed this and she couldn't find it. And like, I can do that now. So I shifted my business to be focused on coaching for folks with chronic illnesses. And that's when I decided to get my mindset and life coaching certifications, because I realized like, that was kind of the key missing piece for me on my chronic illness journey was there was no one to help me with like the emotional or mental aspect of chronic illness. Like my doctors are just like, here are medications, eat this food you're good. And I'm like, I'm so sad. And like, I'm really struggling like with comparison. Like, what do you mean this? Like this pill ain't helping anything but my gut. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, So that's when I really kind of honed down that side of my business. And so I've been doing that for about four years and I make most of my money from my group coaching program I developed. Um, Right before the pandemic, actually, I created An eight-week group coaching program called Path to Empowered Acceptance, and it basically helps chronically ill folks learn to accept their diagnoses, gain confidence, and just, like, create a life that they actually love alongside their illnesses without, like, having to be all, like, toxically positive and whatnot. Um, and then on my business Instagram, I do work with companies like wellness companies, um, supplement companies, and then companies like Healthline and Health Central will do things to help promote their, you know, online communities, their articles and things like that. And then through doing all that, I also now write freelance for Healthline. I have a column um, called Mindset Matters, and it's kind of about all the emotional and mental aspects again of chronic illness. So taking a lot of my teachings and turn them into articles for the internet. So I feel like even just within my business, there's like those multiple income streams. I also um, self-published a guided journal for folks with chronic illnesses last year. I'm like, when did I do that? In December? Yeah, in December. So um, I have that out there and, and just kind of aspects like that, merch, all that kind of thing. Um, but then there's like the content creation side of things where it's like, where do I have time for all this? I don't know. <laughs> I <told you>. but- <laughs> She's like, well, and then,
0: I do this, and then I do this, but, but I mean, up to now, I don't, I don't know about, and I, you know, I want to hear about the content creation up to now though. It is interesting that you, you have like a centralized passion. You've just created multiple streams of how to use that, which I find, fascinating a lot of times like we'll hear these like oh I do this this and this but they're not really related and it can kind mm. of be like red flag like like mm-hmm, what what's happening mm-hmm. but that it was it's very much for you like all under this one umbrella which is very cool
1: yeah yeah and it does very much help like my brain because I can be a little not scattered I don't know if you know anything about like human design but if anyone listening does we We can go into it because
0: I don't know a lot about okay. it. I've listened I listened to a podcast about it. um and I list I think I've listened to a couple podcasts, and I think I even like downloaded an app, but then I didn't understand it. So then I think I yep. deleted it or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know really anything
1: about it. So we can totally dive in. Yeah. I don't actually know that much either. All I know <laughs> is that, so I'm like, this is great. I just know that I think there's like five types, and I'm mm-hmm. a manifesting generator. It's kind of like astrology plus personality type Mm -hmm. sort of is how I always think of it but I'm a manifesting generator and basically the like main characteristic is I always want like a million projects if it's not a 100% yes I'm just not doing it I want to find passion and joy in everything I do so I feel like having multiple projects under one umbrella kind of like satisfies this piece of me that like wants a bunch of projects to be working on and that I can satisfy all these different needs but it also then keeps me like organized and not feeling super scattered where like every project is a different topic or different like part of me or like whatever. So it definitely helps me to have this thing that's like kind of succinct and um centralized together. Um, which that's where like the content creation side is obviously kind of different topics, like with TikTok and my new Instagram, like I don't really talk about chronic illness. Like if it comes up, I'm not going to like pretend I don't have one, but it's just not, you know, not the central topic of what I discuss. It is a lot more lifestyle. And then also obviously talking about like my coming out journey and like queerness and um, really just kind of encouraging people to like explore who they are and like know that they're, they're valid on their journeys. And that's kind of like the, I feel like invisible string I see between the two sides of what I do is it's like on either side, although it's like encouraging people on different journeys, it's still like encouraging people to just like accept themselves and like love themselves and and whatnot. So I started my TikTok literally I think as everyone in 2020 on private, like, and I was just like making funny things for my friends because I was so bored and I lived alone. Um, but I think I started like actually posting on it in like 2021. Um, and at first I did start posting on it for business. I was like, oh, some chronic illness stuff. And then I was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, let yourself post about other stuff. Like you are such a multi-dimensional human. And so I came out in 2021 as well. So I started like just posting about that. Cause I was like, I don't know, like maybe people relate. And it kind of just, you know, spiraled into something as I think social media does. Um, I really did not set out to like grow a following or make money on TikTok, but Um, that is now, you know, an income stream working with companies and partnering with them on there, which is just like, so fun. I just like love creating little videos and like showing my favorite little things. And then from there, I started doing UGC as well, which like very randomly just kind of like fell into my lap. Like I had companies just kind of were emailing me like, oh, will you do UGC for me and you don't have to post it. And I did not even know what UGC standed for. And I was like, okay. I was like, sure. Like I'll do it. Like I love to make little videos. Like Why not? I also don't have to post it and worry about like the algorithm. Like that sounds sweet. And so then of course, like my feed has been like UGC on steroids lately, like everyone and their mother and daughter and dog are doing it. So, um, I really let that be like a pretty chill piece of what I do. Like, yes, I pitch companies and it's in my bio and stuff now, but I feel like the content creation on my own page is still kind of like a bigger piece of what I do than UGC. Um, just because I feel like you kind of have to pick and choose like where your effort, you know, is going with
0: like pitching 100%. and content and and all of that. One hundred percent. Have you ever considered management? Out of curiosity. Okay, I later?
1: I actually just got a manager for social so, media. Oh my god, so did but I. But it's where? only been like a week. So. Oh, oh a week. Okay, mine's been <laughs> so like, so like, nothing. Literally, I think two yet. months. Okay, but are like you m- it?
0: really a month, like really in signing, it's been like two months to talk about. Um, okay. big fan
1: okay i was big like money. what's
0: about to come out of yeah, here <laughs> oh i'm nervous like, no. red flag. No. big fan big yeah, fan okay um, good. and like managers like super scared me like the idea of i was like oh my god they're gonna scare me out of your money but then yeah, literally. to be honest um do you follow Money's money money to miles or i guess her she i think she changed her handle to aaron uh what is her la- i actually don't know her last name i know her as money to miles and aaron damn uh, but do <laughs> you
1: know who i'm talking about I don't know if I do.
0: Okay, uh, look her up. She's really sweet. Okay. Um and, and a fantastic creator. Um, and we just followed each other, and um, I had had her on the podcast. Have I had her? On the, I don't know. We just like i know, connected. I think I tried to get her on the podcast because I I do that. And um, she but she's a finance creator, so she started posting mm-hmm. about like how much she made as a content creator, and it was, it was the first person that like. I knew that was doing that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't me watching a video being jealous and like being like, what the fuck? It was me actually watching a friend. And I was, so I messed her. I was like, "Aaron, like, what am I doing wrong? And I have a full-time job as well. Okay. And, and it's also involves TikTok. So it's just like TikTok is my entire life. Right. And like- I was like, "Aaron, what am I doing? Cause she also, she has a full-time job and she does content creation. And I was like, I can't keep up with this. Like what? you know what do you use? she was like girl I, I got management and I was like mm, girl tell me more yeah, you like tell so me do I, do I was like what but and then just seeing like how much she was making and then how much I was making I was like mm, 20% fee my ass I don't care yeah. like you can take the money you are will be making me triple what I am currently making Literally. after you take it so I'm fine mhm I so yeah, it's um it's like kind of new for me as well. Like I haven't even gotten like my first payout yet. Cause of course brands take like forever and a day to actually pay. Um, Literally. but
1: the fact that it's coming from one person, I don't have to chase down down payments is wild. Literally the best, that was like one of the things that sold me. I was like, girl, I don't want to chase money. I don't want to be sending an invoice. I don't want to do it. I just don't it's I want to focus on it is and I feel like it it like started taking the joy out of it for me because like there was so much back and forth and like here are my rates and pitching and blah blah blah, or like sifting through all the emails where I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, here's a yes. No, 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 no. Like, yes. By the time I got the product to make the video, I'm like, I'm like already burnt out on this collaboration. Yeah. I have any- and I'm like, no, I love making videos. I love like this is the fun part, like, but I'm already burnt out. And so that's where I'm just like, again, it's been like a literal week. So um, but I'm just excited to see what like comes of it and um, I just feel like it'll, it'll just like take a little off the plate, which I feel like, again, multiple income streams, it's like, there's so much in your brain all the time.
0: So like, much in your oh brain. Oh my God. No, <laughs> like, uh... no, 100%, 100%. So, okay, with like all of the things, do you have a? Um, I guess, what is your approach to like starting a new project? Do you set goals? It really seems that your path you have chased, but it's been quite natural, which I think is very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think especially like with content creation, since it usually starts for everybody, is just something you're just kind of doing and then it manifests itself into something else. It doesn't feel like it kind of sometimes doesn't feel like you worked for it, which is not true. Right. Um, but how do you approach like, yes, a new project in your business or, Um, yeah, I want to start like
1: just opening up this new door. Do you set goals for yourself? What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely like, I totally agree with what you said of how it just kind of like felt very natural, which I'm very thankful for. Cause I think if it felt forced or like I was really trying to do the content creation thing, I think that's when it can just feel really frustrating. Cause I feel like the more we try, the more we like overthink our content. We're not authentic and like whatnot, but um, I'm definitely like love a goal setting moment love you know to love my like my little vision board hanging like all that kind of stuff and I, I try to be very like flexible with my goals again just like also being someone with a chronic illness it's like this this hard toss-up where I'm like I want to just be like hustling and like goals I'm like ah listen to your body like self-care you know body. kind of that I'm like oh but like set goals while we're in the back kind of thing which is my favorite we love that um but I think for me it- big thing is like just even journaling about it like not even necessarily like here are the hard steps to my goal I'll, I'll do a lot of just like journaling like why do I have this goal like always making sure there's like I'm gonna say pure intentions that sounds weird but like you know like I'm not like yeah. oh I just want this goal because I want more money or I just want this goal because like it would it's ego driven like it would yeah. look good if I reach to that it's like no I, I want this goal because I want to like impact people in this way or I want to have you know leave this legacy or like whatever it is. Um, And then from there, kind of setting those actionable steps because I also know myself. And again, as like a manifesting generator, love setting a million goals. And then I just like won't do a lot of them because I'm like, well, now I didn't think through how to actually do it or like what any of the steps are and it's actually not realistic. So really setting those steps, for example, like one of my goals for this year really was to get a manager and like I didn't reach out to this company, which felt good that they came to me and were like, oh, we like your content. Um, But I knew for me, like attainable steps, if I want to get noticed by management, like posting consistently and just like having clear, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Pillars, like content pillars, things like that. Like How can we just make it very clear of who we are on social media? Um, So one day a manager like sees that and can easily pitch you and, and things like that, while also knowing like, how can I keep this goal fun and light so I don't like tunnel vision on it and take all of the fun out of it? Um, so that's kind of how I do goals. I, I definitely keep them a little, like a little flexible, a little like, no, that's so good. Cause goals make me want to shit my
0: pants. Like straight yeah. up goals are not goals in me. Don't, we, <laughs> we don't, don't vibe. It. We don't get along. <clears throat> we used to, used to. That. Um, and then my entire life that came from those goals went to shambles. <laughs> um, so now feel goals feel a little like not so fun, not so cash money, mm-hmm. but still, so, which is why I now have a fascination, um, especially as somebody I uh was like on my own for I think like two years. Um, and it's so it fascinates me how other people like self motivate and mm-hmm. self goal set. So, how do you keep from feeling like you're on this hamster wheel as somebody who is the self manager? Because um and, you know, I was I was not planning on getting a full-time job and uh, I just, you know, found found the right team and it just kind of worked out. But even seeing that, like me as an, I realized like I do really, really well with a team who can help me set goals and then also help me achieve those goals and I can bounce ideas off of. And it's, I kind of like having that accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's re- I really, really have so much respect for people who are, self manage freelance who are owning their own business, who are, you know, there's different ways to do it because it can get, I mean, it truly, it fucks with your head. Like one, oh. it's
1: so hard. How, what, how do you do that? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, just to be like fully transparent, I cry a lot. Okay. We love transparency. We love it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, every day, I'm like, the perfect boss to myself. Like, I never, no, I call my mom crying quite often. Like, literally, last week, I texted my mom. I'm like, this week's gonna be great. I call her like, an hour later, just like, sobbing. I was like, mom. She's like, why are you (laughs) crying? I was like, I don't know. I'm overwhelmed. Like, there are just those moments where it's like, what the fuck am I actually doing? Like, because it's okay. so much. Do you have a thing about job titles or like your
0: title as a <gasps> person?
1: Yes. Do you know how many times there's- I change my stupid TikTok bio? Because I'm like, is this
0: showing who I really identity am? crisis <laughs> of being on your own is that's a straight ass book. Yes. I talked to Natalie Barbu about this too. That Dead. caused so <laughs> much anxiety. The fact that I, did not I was like, please, nobody ask, like, what I do. Please, God, yeah. nobody ask what I do.
1: Like, never ask me actually ever because I don't – that's where now I'm, like, digital Jill of all trades. And then people kind of like, what does that entail? I'm like, here's all the things. Yeah, now like, I can kind of go into it. Like, but meeting new people, I'm like, we can just skip over me. Like, I just don't, like – and it's this thing where I'm like, no, Natalie, you don't actually need this, like, one little succinct thing. Like, yes, that feels safe, but, like, you don't need it. No. Um, but definitely for me, like, keeping organized and also just staying – calm because I'm also someone with like raging anxiety which you know I have those moments where I'm like is this freelance content creation coaching all on my own life maybe the best for my mental health and anxiety probably not like if I'm being fully honest but like for now in the season of life like I love it and I'm letting myself love it and if there comes a time like there's so I just go on LinkedIn I look at jobs all the time just, just to be like you could literally get a job tomorrow if you wanted like if this really isn't good for your mental Very health true. you know and I, I think like talking to you that's like I love talking to people who do both like content creation and some job that like typically is in social media or digital marketing. Where yeah, I'm like, it's such a crossover, like, such a crossover. But for me, especially, like, I love my planner, love my Google Calendar and like time blocking and, and at the same time, keeping it flexible. Like, I typically do like a weekly to do list that's like, this is all the content. Like, I'll put it into like, here are the social media to do's, here are the coaching to do's, here's like the life admin, whatever. Um, and then I kind of listen to my body and brain each day and be like, okay, if we're having a great productive day, let's freaking cross off four ads or, you know, whatever the heck. And then we can save like computer work for tomorrow for like not feeling it. We don't want to like get all dressed up and whatever. Um, so a lot of it comes from that of just like planning a lot while trying to keep it flexible so I can kind of listen to where I'm at and keep it fun. Um, and also like having I feel like a support system like sometimes it can just feel absolutely like no one gets it like my partner has a nine to five like I'll try to vent her and she's like I don't
0: I don't really I don't know. know like oh literally I, like, that was my husband he was like oh god I really yep. have no idea how to help you and I was like what
1: <laughs> do you mean you're supposed <laughs> yeah, like, to know everything literally or she'll be like did not it- didn't we talk about this like a couple days ago I'm like and we're talking about it again oh I'm, like, my and God, I, I'm like we'll cry about it again she's like didn't we cry about this last week I'm like we're crying again like you get you on know, board. Get you on. you know the but, like, having those people you can feel safe to be like I know I have a breakdown about like content creation every week but like can we have it again or like my therapist is great my therapist also she's a therapist she doesn't really know but like she's gotten really good at being like all right let's like let's organize these thoughts because typically for me when I have those breakdowns it's just because I'm feeling like disorganized um or like also creating those content creation friends that's where I think internet friends are incredible like they get it um yeah. so just having people to like lean on as well but I think really just like letting myself have fun with it and knowing that like I literally created this for myself like we could get a different job or create something different if one day it like doesn't feel good anymore
0: a lot of people aspire to be content creators I think it's very nuanced I think it's it's kind of like the new trendy thing which Mm -hmm. I low-key hate um (laughs) like it kind of annoys me a lot and it only annoys me because I think when there are things that don't require like there isn't like a school for right. influencing there's not like a school for kind of creation there's not a school for freelancing even even though that's been around for forever and with that there's some certifications but like it's not the typical college path so like I think a lot of people take advantage of that and mm-hmm. like pose themselves as these experts or they'll post online um and it's it kind of it's a double-edged sword because on one hand I'm like I absolutely want people to know what's possible and that's what I love about the internet and like as much as people can hate on like Instagram people showing travel bloggers and these people with like alternative lives. And like, I I know that's kind of annoying because you can get jealous, but at the same time, like if you're living in a small town and you didn't know that was possible, it shows you new lives that are possible. So for that, I'm like, that's freaking awesome. However, when I see accounts and I'm like, oh, I, I just, I know you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I know that like you're selling your like, you know, coaching calls, for yep. things i'm like i just i know i'm like this isn't this isn't it and i just know it and for you that's got to be 10 times more annoying like because you're like no it you're you're literally fighting the battle of yep. can like can you not like dilute this experience mm-hmm. anyways but outside of that um yeah like content creation how do you how let's go for people who have no idea. Like, what does that, what does that even mean? Let's, can you define your role a little bit and then how you have monetized that? Because it is different for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like there's kind of these different routes. Also, I agree with everything you said. Absolutely. Especially when you see creators get like, Really, really big because they were just like showing their life and showing their lifestyle, which like obviously there's no harm in that. Yeah. I mean, there can be harm, I guess. Like, you know, what I eat in a day is that they're like two grapes for breakfast. You're like, oh my god. Oh no. Like past me is screaming because she loves it too much. But (laughs) um, like, you know, they get really big just like showing their life, and then they're like, oh, now I'm an expert on like this thing that people like about my life, whether it's like wellness or workouts, or and I'm like, you aren't certified. Like you just you are living your life and that's incredible that yeah. you're inspiring people, but inspiring people and like- Pretending to be an educator. Yeah, Very an different. educator on that topic is so different. Like absolutely so different. So I, I so, so feel that. And I feel like there are those like multiple routes you can go with content creation. And I feel like when people say that term, it's like they're either, you know, making content on Instagram or TikTok and they like typically will be making money from, you know, working with brands or some people make like money off their stand store or whatever and they have like digital- yeah, you know? I I debate if I'm supposed to have a stand store. I know. Other day. I, I'm, I'm like,
0: like, am I being a bad creator? Like, I, I literally... must be the worst because people ask me these things. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know.
1: I'm and like, and like everyone on my feed now is like, if you are a content creator, like the money doesn't come from collabs. It comes from like your digital. And yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like oh my I'm god, like, well, do I need products? And then I'm, like, I'm like, sure, like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to, I don't know. Literally, do. and I'm like, what would? And that's where I mean. people like, well, what would I make? And I'm like, see, you're not supposed to make something if you don't know what to make. Don't make it right now. Like, literally, maybe. literally,
0: you can't be like, oh, I'm supposed to have something like to sell. What should I? What should I sell? Nope. It really should be the other way around. Like, wow, well, I have a great idea. Oh, other people would really yeah, love this. Let me, you know, like offer I could sell it. it. Yep. Uh, yes. Yep.
1: So that's where I'm at with that. But like, there are a lot of people that use their little stand store to make money. I'm like, go you. Um, but for me, I feel like I really kind of went the like lifestyle route that kind of went a bit into like niche. How do I explain this? Okay, I'm not like one of, like there's so many girlies and I love it where they just actually show their aesthetic little life every day and they're popping off. And I'm like, yeah. I will watch every video. I love it. I want to see your little outfit, the little yes. Ugg slippers. I want to see the Do you call Oh, yeah. Oh, oh she was yes. on the pod. She was <gasps> on the pod. We're okay, not I have besties. have to listen. Okay, okay girl. Uh, I'm like So by association, <laughs> but, we're but all Basically,
0: we're now. all friends. And she's literally so fun. It's great because after our, our podcast with her, like we got each other's numbers and she was like, no, Facebook, tell me whatever. And I was like, mm, don't have to tell me twice. And I would just FaceTime her in the middle of the day. It's great. And I'm going to go to it. it Florida. It's awesome. <gasps> no, I, I love, love her, but it's bizarre because that's her. <laughs> I was like, you know, you're actually insane. And she knows it too. She, yep. at, her whole life is beige. It's fantastic. I love it. It's fascinating. It's black, beige, and white, and like, yep. it actually I looks like it. that. That's literally what our whole podcast was about. Was her and how she has a. She's like, no, no, no. This is I could I could say this because she said it. She's like, no, this comes from mental illness. I was like, yeah, no, for sure. Like something's different <laughs> in your head. But I am. I love it so
1: much. Never change. Yeah, but like I love the way that that difference like came out. Like it could exactly. have come out in way exactly. worse ways. And you have a beige life, and we love everyone loves it we eat it up like I you know I feel like I have I went through that phase of like I just want to be that and like just have people want to just watch my little aesthetic life until I realized that like my life is not aesthetic every day like sometimes it will be and I have like the cute trendy mug and and then there's the days where I'm like using the chip mug from college and I'm literally I just cannot put on matching pajamas and I'm like I don't want to feel this pressure to like film still or like change pajamas to look like I'm yeah. sorry I just like won't be doing that so um a lot of what I do too is I like, talk about my journey with coming out and talk about my queerness and kind of like mesh that together and kind of going yeah. back to what we said of like not having one label of like what I do or what I talk about really stressed me out for so long like I every other day oh hate labels <clears throat> And I hate that I like internally want them. I'm like, stop it. No, same. It's Why? literally, I'm
0: like, I feel like I'm missing something, but also don't you dare
1: put me in a box. <laughs> don't give me, don't give me a niche. And then my brain's like, so what's our niche? Like, like, I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> there have never been truer words.
1: There have never been truer words. It's like the devil and the angel on my shoulder. And like literally every other day I would like, voice message which is like my oh my god my favorite thing ever voice message my bestie I yes all day long I won't they'll text me and I'm like I know you probably can't listen to this right now like, And I don't care later. I'm gonna yeah, take my life story I, my thumbs don't work anymore sorry and I would just voice message and be like see like I just feel like it doesn't make sense because I like talk about being gay but then I like show my morning routine they're like why does that not make sense like gay people also have a life and I'm like oh wait you're super right I'm like raising they're like also Natalie like people who want to follow you to like maybe learn about their journeys or hear about your queerness, like probably also like want to just see your little silly outfits or silly little life, like sort of thing. So finding my groove with like literally posting what I want within the realm of like, I just post about my life and post about my journey and encourage people to like, dude, just like be yourself, accept yourself. Um, and like trying not to overthink it. I feel like it's just, really yeah. helped. did I even, what did you even ask?
0: No, 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 you, you, um, are kind of halfway there. And so I'll stare at perfect. Back. thank but you. But one thing I did want to like pinpoint that I really, really like about what you do. And I think people do miss is like, sure. It's posting about your life, but I really think it's kind of like breaking the third wall for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm from the outside looking in, like what what would i don't even want to say like what would people be interested in because it's it's like you figuring out like um and i've you know i've watched your content you realize there was kind of discrepancy by how somebody looked at you Mm -hmm. and being queer and so that but like somebody else might be like that's you know that's Weird, or they might have a you know some sort of insecurity about that, or or feel like they can't talk about that because they don't look queer. But you said, you know, this is my life, like this is a cornerstone of who I am. So I'll post about that. And I think it's literally those things that it's it's that kind of ends up being your brand. And mm-hmm. I think like when people talk about niches, or they you know they're going into like personal brands are like who am I, and I'm like you would be surprised by mm-hmm. what you're like, one, my audience has branded me, but it's fascinating because I'm like, no, yeah. but it's so like, it's, it's all, it, it came from my content. They just kind of honed in on these certain topics. Right. So I was like, who would have thought for me? I'm like, I'm the laundry girl. I'm the Panera girl. I'm the ear piercing girl. Like <laughs> these, just like these things, which now I have made my entire internal and external personality. <laughs> yes. it's, there is, I'm synonymous with the mango you citrus charged lemonade like it is <laughs> me and it is all me okay <laughs> so, it's like yes. that re- it really is like it's not it's not it's not that deep it, yeah. it like it can it's really just like these cornerstones of you and you find these cornerstones that people also relate to yeah. um so I wanted to call that out for you as well because I think you. that's something yeah. that you've done really well and it's, it's very very brave to
1: talk about and
0: yeah. um I just appreciated your take on your
1: content in that way thank you thank you and I feel like it's so good hearing from the outside in because oh my god looking at your own content it's like trying to look at it as an outsider I'm like that's impossible because you're not you're literally the person and I feel like that was such a big thing when I was at first trying to like just be lifestyle and like not bring my queerness into it too much I was like no but like there's all these like girlies or guys like looking at my content just assuming I'm straight and that like kind of annoys me like no being gay is not my whole personality it's not my personality at all but like it's such a big piece of my journey. And like, if I'm just posting my like little morning routines and like kind of hiding this piece of me, I'm always going to feel this like weird disconnect with my content. So, um, yeah, that was kind of where the decision finally, I was like, girl, just do it because there is this PC that does want to talk about it and help people. And you're like hiding it to just be aesthetic and all that, all the overthinking, but
0: yeah. So can you talk about the monetization of it now? That was kind of the second part of the question. Like, so That's kind of how you built your platform and your personal brand and how you got started. Um, And then when did the money start coming in and what were the avenues, if you don't mind sharing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I started making some money from it in 2021, but it would be like a small deal here and there. Um, And that was when it was kind of more, I was still trying to figure out where my content was going. And so more recently over the last few months, um, I've been making, you know, more income from it. And I feel like it's kind of like you were saying, those like mini- niches that we become like you like the Panera girl or whatever where then it's like oh maybe I'll get like a Panera brand like these little things that companies are like oh we like this like funny little niche you've created for yourself so I feel like for me along with like just lifestyle and queerness like I don't drink and so now I'll post about like my favorite non-alcoholic beverages so then I land deals that way with like you know yeah. alcohol free spirit companies and things like that um you know and I think that and that's was like big... literally
0: exactly what brands look for like I'm thinking yes, of like when like I'm doing influencer silly... research and it is these we're basically looking for personality traits
1: yes yeah literally where you're like okay what is this like personality trait that people have latched onto, sort of thing and I think that's where at first I was so hesitant to like talk about queerness because I'm like what companies are going to work with me I'm like that's not all of you first of all and that's not all you're posting about and also like there are companies that literally want to work with you because of that because like diversity and all that yes. funny stuff there's literally companies that are like and it's like your partner could be in the video and my oh she doesn't even have TikTok so she's L-O-L. like she hates it but like she'll do it like she'll do it because sometimes I'll get her like PR and she's like fine I'll fine, do it for the fine. sweatshirt like whatever um, so Funny, I know it's so what funny is but- oh yeah she really is um but yeah so I just kind of started just getting companies you know kind of inbound emails and reaching out as I think I honed in more on my content and on those like small niches that were just like pieces of me. Um, But I also like pitch to brands, you know, like brands that I know, like I would love to work with. I have ideas on content, just like pitching via, um, if I know the emails via email, but also over DM and kind of, this is who I am. Like, is there a marketing email? And I've definitely gotten like good deals, um out of that so that is one way I make money is just you know working with companies on my page integrating them into like my little videos and stuff I've also worked with companies where they have me post like ad only on my page which is kind of nice because again they normally just put money behind it and I don't have to worry again about the algorithm and a good time to post and just kind of those like nervous pieces of being a content creator where you could be like so proud of a video and it could still do shit if it just it all aligns that way um and then like we've mentioned, I also do UGC just through my TikTok and new Instagram. And again, I kind of like fell into that. Like companies just started reaching out to me. Cause so like, you're good on camera. Um, you know, And that's hard sense. to find. And there is yeah. such
0: a demand for it. It's funny. I have done none of that. Like I have not, yeah. I mean, my entire like nine to five is essentially UGC. So okay. there's that, but like, as far as like, from me, the creator, I I haven't done any UGC. It's all been, like, influencer campaigns. Yeah,
1: totally. And it's, it's, kind of and I never know. I'm, like, which one do I like more? And I really don't know. I think they both, like, serve such a different, like, piece of, like, creativity for me. Because mm-hmm. it is, with UGC, it's, like, nice, too. Because obviously, when I work with brands on my page, I'm, like, we have to be super aligned. It's something I've, like, already used, like, something. And with UGC, I'm, like, I'm just can... like a little actress like yes just, like I, sometimes they literally send a script and I'm like I'm good at memorizing I can like do the inflection like make it sound, you know whatever and it's just yeah. like it's just fun and like I love to talk obviously like be on camera so it's you know it's it's just a fun other way to make money obviously you don't make as much money from like a UGC video versus a campaign an influencer campaign but also it is a lot less work they usually yeah. don't make you edit it they're not paying for you as like a personality necessarily um and so yeah I make money that way as well it's like we'll make ads for companies um make them here in my little office send them in they post them on their page and it's and it's done so yeah that's kind of that's kind of the the different ways I make money from that
0: yeah. No, I love that. We, um we have a network of creators um for my nine to five job. And yeah, like, that's wow. like a whole piece and that we're trying to leverage because um you would be surprised like how hard it is to find like, cause to us it's assets. Like these mm-hmm. are creative assets that need to be used for ads and like ads n- continuously need to be fed like if you're running a campaign you want to be switching these assets over and over and over Mm -hmm. so you need them to be created by somebody whether that's like our internal team or you know some partners or like whatever so it is it is super in high demand that is fascinating so um kind of round us out if there do you have like maybe a overarching life lesson or it can be a couple lessons if you would like that you've learned over this journey in finding your own path and building your businesses and also learning about you on the way and being online cuz that's like a whole yeah. Yeah. it's a whole journey in in exposing yourself online like it's yeah. a whole thing
1: um that you would be willing to share yeah absolutely i feel like i've learned so much through it all and i think one of the biggest things is like as you're you know Going down whatever path you're going, like making sure you're like continuously getting to know yourself because I feel like throughout my life and throughout like all the different things I've tried and jobs I've had and identities I've tried on because as much as I am now good with like I don't need to be i like every hobby I do doesn't have to become me, you know, sort of thing. Like, oh my God, that was like totally my thing in the past. I feel like I just really learned that, like, in the midst of everything and you're doing a bunch and you're trying to make money and you're a hustle queen, like, really have to slow down and like get to know yourself. And I feel like that is another just way I'm able to do all that I do is like every morning we are spending at least two hours. We are journaling, we're meditating, we're reading, we're like having a minute with ourselves before we are going online, before we're like creating TikToks, before we're checking email and absorbing like everyone else's energy, especially having a job on the internet. It's just like such an energy taker. It's like always pouring energy into yourself and always continuing to get to know yourself because you're like always changing and I think sometimes we forget that especially if we're working on social media because we kind of do like create this version of ourselves and it's like wait whoa it's like been six months like have a check-in so um, definitely have learned just to like always prioritize myself and like get to know myself every day and like give that time to myself every day um, which I think really helps in the long run with you know what I do so
0: yeah that is awesome thank you so so much this is
1: such a good episode. Uh, if people want
0: to hear more from you, where can they find you?
1: Yes, they can find me on my business Instagram that is plenty and well with Nat, or on my business website, which is plentyandwell.com, um, or on my TikTok and lifestyle Instagram, which is at it's Natalie Cass. So
0: yes. That's thank <laughs> yes. you guys. Yeah, you're so welcome. I, I know that you have enjoyed this episode. Um, Natalie, thank you so much. Yeah, and if you did enjoy you this episode, that. please share it to your socials, all the things, um, and tag attainable podcast tag it's natalie cass and her things um and yeah then we can repost you and it could just be a fun time um i love you guys so much i hope you have a wonderful week and i will see you guys next time Bye. bye